Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Docking for virus-plagued cruise ship. This entire operation is a two, three-day process. Extreme measures in northern Italy. A complete lockdown of 16 million people. Financial markets in turmoil. Global demand for oil is dropping. This is the CBS World News Roundup, presented by Capital One. Good morning, I'm Steve Kaith, and the coronavirus is taking an increasing toll on travel as it spreads in the U.S. and rattles financial markets across the globe. Here in this country, there have been at least 24 coronavirus deaths, more than 560 confirmed cases. The State Department is advising Americans against getting on cruise ships. CBS's Carter Evans says some virus victims will be among those coming ashore in Oakland today. California Governor Gavin Newsom says precautions will be taken for passengers on a cruise ship that's been sitting off the coast for days. Individuals will not come into contact with general public at any point. State and city leaders surveyed the docks Sunday. They say U.S. passengers will be bused to one of four military bases. The foreign passengers from 54 different countries will return on charter flights. We have strict protocols as it relates to these charter flights that are completely separate from the general population and the terminals at hand. The process could take two to three days, but it's a relief for thousands of passengers who've been stuck in their rooms, like June and Wayne Holland from Texas. I'm a little concerned because uh, I recently had lung cancer and I had the better portion of my right lung removed. However, for my age, I think I'm in excellent health. In New York, the number of coronavirus cases tops 100. Some schools have canceled classes. Iowa and Washington, D.C. confirmed initial cases. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. President Trump claimed his administration has a perfectly coordinated and fine-tuned plan for handling the outbreak. But health officials warn as the number of cases continues to grow, it could also become harder to track the disease's spread accurately. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson, a neurosurgeon, stressed the risk to the general population has been exaggerated. The vast majority of people who actually contract the virus 
are only going to have flu-like symptoms or less. It's been a fractured public response to coronavirus for the Trump administration, most notably with regard to the number of available virus tests. Overseas, Iran's virus death toll stands at 237. CBS's Charlie Daggett in Italy tells us there's a lockdown in the hard-hit northern part of that country. Italians are just coming to terms with the shocking new reality, the quarantine of a quarter of the country's population. Nobody in or out. A forced lockdown that includes the financial capital of Milan and Venice, one of Italy's main tourist draws. Italy's beloved soccer games played behind closed doors. Fans are banned. At the Vatican, Pope Francis live-streamed his Sunday blessing on wide screens instead of his papal apartment window to discourage crowds from gathering. No spectators will be allowed for the lighting of the Olympic torch. Japan today postponed the opening of its pro baseball season set for later on this month. It'll be pushed to sometime in April. An epic sell-off is looming on Wall Street. Dow futures are down more than 1,200 points. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says virus fears have been compounded by a plunge in oil prices. The OPEC nations were unable to come to an agreement to curtail production to maintain the price. Through Friday's close, oil was already down 30 percent this year. And in the overnight market, worldwide oil is falling by 20 to 30 percent in early trading. Correspondent Adriana Diaz has a look this morning at how health care facilities are coping with the coronavirus. Hospitals are falling short when it comes to having enough of the protective equipment. Sandy Redding is vice president of National Nurses United, the nation's largest nurses union. She says workers are not ready to handle coronavirus cases. We need to have face shields, gloves, and special gowns instead of locking them up and having to request for them. We want to be able to react quickly and swiftly. Leaders at Northwell Health's LIJ Forest Hills Hospital in New York say they are ready. Dr. Teresa Amato is the director of emergency medicine. We're trying to screen for anybody that would be at a high risk. So just having a cough and a fever doesn't necessarily mean that you have the coronavirus. We would really want to know, have you been traveling? Have you been in contact with someone who has tested positive? Some hospitals are asking patients not to rush the emergency room. First thing you should do is to call your own physician and speak to them over the phone and really get advice from them of what would be the next best step. Important week on the campaign trail. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. Let's win here in Michigan. Six states are voting tomorrow, but at times it seems like it's a battle for just one state. Tuesday is a very, very important Day and Michigan is the most important state. Bernie Sanders spent the entire day here yesterday. Joe Biden is still reveling over his Super Tuesday triumphs. What a difference a week makes. And at every stop, Biden touts his comeback role. So all those who have been knocked down, counted out. This is your campaign. Four years ago, Sanders won the Michigan primary over Hillary Clinton. But CBS's Ed O'Keefe says a Biden win tomorrow would push him a lot closer to clinching the nomination. Biden leads in polling here, so there's a good chance for him uh, to help start putting it away. And even some Sanders supporters here acknowledge Michigan could be a must-win state. Two losses in a row for anybody is, is hard to recover. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Detroit. Prince Harry and wife Meghan are making their last official appearance together as senior members of Britain's royal family. Unlike last year's Commonwealth Day service, Harry and Meghan will be seated in the second row reserved for lesser royals. She really is beautiful, isn't it? 
not lesser in the eyes of these kids after a surprise visit from the Duchess at their racially mixed working class school in East London Friday. It's a moment I will never forget. It made me think my voice matters, what I have to say is important. In her brief time as a British royal, Meghan reached and inspired whole new swathes of British society. That'll be a tough hole to fill. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Yesterday in Mexico, women took to the streets and marched. Today, many are skipping school and work. Women from all walks of life in Mexico are staying home today to protest the violence and mistreatment of their gender. Tens of thousands marched on International Women's Day. 18-year-old Yuri was one of them. I would normally be in my university, but I am not going because they have to see that if we are not there, it's completely different. Protesters. Alejandra is also joining the work strike. I own my own business and no one in my business is working. Well, the guys are. <laughs> Not us. Adrian Bard, CBS News, Mexico City. Well, since 1993, yoga has been banned in public schools in Alabama, but state lawmakers will now consider a bill to relax that. The state will still prohibit chanting, mantras, and a traditional yoga greeting. And what students are taught will have to have English names. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.